We're joined by the real critic, Reggie Ponders, our senior film correspondent. And he joins us every week to shower us with his knowledge of film. Reggie, thank you so much for joining us oh, today. Oh, man, I'm, I'm happy to be here. DuSable Museum and Comcast, they unveiled a new exhibit called The Voices of the Civil Rights Movement. And they un and it features, wow, uh, Chicago, uh, Chicago folks. Um, it's really about uh, equal. Uh, uh, it's it's about equal justice. It's about the voices of civil rights, and I love it when corporations during Black History Month do something other than a commercial. Hmm. Yeah, they put hey, their money where hey, their mouths are. We salute Black History Month. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King was. I, I think those things are good. I, I think it's great because we do need to continue educating our, our, our folks because um, there's so much to to learn. I was talking to you, Jill, uh, last year about how, man, some days I feel kind of embarrassed about the stuff that I don't know about black history. Oh, sure. You know, yeah, we, same. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. So I, I love the fact that Comcast said, look, let's see how we can have a better uh, impact on on our on people, and they came together with the Dusable Museum to create this new exhibit, Voices of the Civil Rights Movement. I am it's featuring people like Timuel Black, Reverend Clyde Brooks, uh, Josie Childs, Reverend Jesse Jackson, James Montgomery, Robert Starks, and if you don't know who these people are, that is the reason you need to go to <laughs> the Dusable Museum. I, I could talk about it, uh, and I really could because it's this is really near. And dear to my heart where companies actually really put their money where their mouth is I, I want to applaud Comcast for doing this and I'm hoping that people will go out and uh, check this out at the Tsusaba Museum. Uh, you played uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago um, and we don't need to play it today but you played what uh, Chaz Mc, Chad, Chadwick Boseman uh, said in his acceptance speech and uh, if you have not heard that speech it, 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 it really sets the stage for the the work, the dedication, the uh, commitment to our community that they had and that they brought to making this movie what it was. And he said it in his in his speech. He was like, you know, we didn't know we'd be here during award season, but what we did know is that we had a a duty and obligation to bring the best that we had. So, um you know, Wakanda forever. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with that for uh, the Academy Awards as well. Let us uh, talk about the box office with Reggie, the real critic, Ponder. Uh, the number one movie at the box office. Uh, this is one of those kids movies that I think adults have really gotten into the, uh, the hype around. The Lego movie 2, the second part. <laughs> the, 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 the second part. <laughs> So it's it's really interesting because this film actually is not doing as well as they would hope. And when you go see this film, you you know why. It's fine. It's serviceable. All of that. I think it was overambitious in mm. that what they tried to do is when you're talking to, you know, five to 12-year-old kids, you need to, to focus in on them first and then augment it with the stuff that you want to do for adults. Mm -hmm. I think they did it the opposite way. I think what they did is they tried to make too many of these uh, the pop culture references which kids Little would not nods know to the that, they, yeah. that they wanted to make too many uh, funny jokes which kids wouldn't get. 
And so you're sitting there like, ah, okay, it's good. But the kids are not sitting there like, ooh, ah, wow, you know. And and, and at one point in the film, they, they do a, 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 a song where they say everything's not awesome. And they're right. Everything's not <laughs> awesome. I mean, you mess up the film when you try to do that. I mean, it... It, it's it's okay. It's fine. But it's right. It, it's everything is fine. You know, <laughs> not so, as dynamic. <laughs> not, not not as dynamic <laughs> at all. So, uh, but you know, uh, because it's one of those big budget films, and everybody's gonna not everybody, but a lot of people are gonna try to take their kids to it. This did almost uh, uh did a little over thirty four million dollars at the box office. So so kudos for that. Did uh, What Men Want live up to the expectations uh, they it, had? It, it it did. It it was supposed to be somewhere between sixteen and twenty, and it it, it made you know eighteen. So it it lived up to that. As I said last week, um, uh, this is not an instant classic. So when you go see the movie, you'll have fun. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, oh, we had fun together. You'll laugh and, and giggle. But when you leave, you won't say to yourself, man. I got to get that one on DVD. <laughs> you know, it, 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 is that there's certain movies at home that are part of your like instant classic uh, 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 movie watching list. Uh, th- this one would would make it for me. This is like a matinee movie. I know people will go see it in the evenings, but if you go, you know, maybe it's not nacho worthy. You know, maybe, maybe not the nachos. Stick to the popcorn or the jalapeno peppers <laughs> on top of it. You know, with the extra cheese. You know, say save so money. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I got a. You got the donut. <laughs> it seems like they never know how to market Taraji movies. You know, yeah. there was a lot of talk around Sweet Mary, and then with this, even with this one, there were billboards, there was some marketing, but the, it kind of looked like a like a template was how they did the posters. They yeah. never quite know how to capture Unless it. it's like a hidden figures type situation, they don't really ever... Yeah, you're right. They, It's it's weird, the marketing behind I, all of them. I, I think what they do uh, a lot of times with what, I'm, what I call these black films is that they go a little farther on and I want this is not a buffoonery movie but they go a little farther to that edge because they think that 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 if not having that kind of comedy that you're not gonna uh, get people to come and watch but what 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 they what they miss out on is that people went to see what women want you know yeah right Uh, and 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 it I mean they don't go so far over to the crass side there's some crass scenes in there I'm not talking about where you have to hide your your face or whatever, but you do ask yourself, did you need that? Was mm-hmm. that necessary for the uh, to further this this movie al- along? And I think sometimes that stuff takes away from the great acting. Uh, we had rich. There were some good great scenes with her and Richard Roundtree. Uh, oh my goodness! I mean, if they had focused in on some of that a little bit more, I, I this might have been an, an, an instant classic. There were some funny moments. Uh, again, it'll be enjoyable. It did 18 million at the box office. It it will have some issues uh, coming up. Uh, for this weekend because there are some newcomers coming into the marketplace as well so it'll have some issues. I did not see Cold Pursuit. Really? Um, uh, Liam Neeson's story didn't compel you to spend money at the box office? The honest marketing strategy of all time? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's something that, you know, uh, they didn't tell us how much this movie made it uh, in terms of how much it was co- cost to be to be produced. So I don't know whether this is good or bad for for this particular movie. I would suspect it's not that great with eleven million dollars at the box office. The only other things that that I really want to do is I want to skip down all the way down to the number twenty ninth film 
in the in in the box office. Well, shoots and ladders it all the way down. <laughs> all right. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. True, true things. If there was any movie that you should have gone to see yesterday, today, tomorrow, it is if Bill Street could talk. Mm. This is. It's it's just it's one it's my favorite movie of the year of 2018. I am terribly disappointed in the amount of folks who went out to see this film. Um, and one of the things, Jill, that we we always look at is say, well, how many theaters is this film in? Mm-hmm. And this is this is a dismal number of theaters. It's in right now only 266 theaters nationwide nationwide and is that a drop-off because some films stop it's after, a serious drop-off it's a drop-off of 188 theaters so they got the full first run but the second run they didn't stay with i don't i don't think that people went to see it so the mm-hmm. theaters was like hey i i got i got everything is awesome coming in here we got to put that on three th- three three screens and people need to see this or whatever this is it's a travesty that we have not gone out to support this film we asked for different films Please, guys, go and check this one out. This is a phenomenal film. It 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 it, it can make you mad because because uh, it is about injustice, but it's also about love. It's all wrapped up in love. And uh, I'd say for Valentine's Day, check this one out. Jill and Dan here with Reggie, the real critic, ponder. Let's all learn more about some uh, some new films right now. I want to talk a bit about a battle angel, which is my new. Nickname. It's uh, Alita. Let's check out the trailer. When I found you, your very human brain was miraculously intact. It's the loneliest feeling not to know who you are. In time, you'll remember. She's the last of her kind. She contains technology that have been lost for 300 years. She's threatening the natural order of things. I need you to destroy her. Alita, they will come for you. I'll have to face them head on. Oh, man, Alita Battle Angel. It's a a cyberpunk action film based on a manga series. And uh, that sounds really exciting. I I think this this style of animation is one of my very favorites. Tell us more about it, Reggie. So the first thing is that you... Man, sometimes I wonder, Daniel, should I come in? Because Jill takes my job. No, I don't. You you see movies. I talk about that. (laughs) But this style of animation is really inviting. Daniel, you were just saying, hey, this looks like one of those that you want to see. And this is one of those films, in my opinion, that you have to see on the big screen. Um... It's. It, I, I saw it in 3D, and um, whoa, whoa! It looks so good. What, what's the story about? Well, the story is is that there's this uh, heavenly, or or there's this community in the sky, that's where all the aristocrats live, and then there's the community at the bottom and on on Earth where everybody's scavenging and trying to survive and live. This one. A doctor who puts uh, cyborgs back together finds Alita and puts her puts her back together, and it, uh, unbeknownst to everyone, she has this technology that makes her a fierce warrior. <laughs> and so she challenges the status quo, and she comes into direct conflict and battle with Mahershala Ali's 
um, is, gang. is there a movie that he's not in right now? This, <laughs> he's having his little Jude Law run. They're this, like, all right, we need you in you know in Spain this week, then Hollywood next week, then Vancouver. This, this dude is is in is in everything. Racking up the frequent flyer miles. This is a interesting movie all the way throughout. The the story you're trying to follow it. It's like, okay, who are these cyborgs? How are they coexisting with humans? What are the relationships? There's some love interest there. So if uh, you thinking Valentine's, I mean something. Some Something that's there, and it's like a, a mix of Jason Bourne meets uh, the Terminator because you get the 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 action and the 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 fast-paced stuff, but then you have the robots and all that stuff. So this movie looks good. It's very interesting. It's action-packed and it's fun. I did not love it, but there's nothing to hate about it. I, 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 it, what I loved was the animation. What I loved was the the, the overall acting, um, but some of the, uh, the the some of the the reasons for the battle you're trying to you like okay you're trying to figure that out. This is a solid movie. It's absolutely worth watching. I hope people go and check this one out. I'm giving this uh, three reels. Dang! All right, Alita, get it done. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this animation is exciting to me i i hadn't felt this way since like a final so this is robert rodriguez uh, doing this and Uh, i think that that he did that he did a really good job mahershal ali is good in this i think the young lady's name is uh, rosa salazar Mm -hmm. she is phenomenal the expressions on her face and how they captured that through this animation process uh any if you like animation you need to run and see it Mm -hmm. that this is one of those it, it looks great on the big screen and i would encourage you to check it out in 3d let's talk about break through this is our town it's a close-knit community the kind of place where everyone knows everyone boys get off the ice we're training for the olympics sir he's been underwater for more than 15 minutes it's gonna be a recovery not a rescue please god send your holy spirit to save my son A 14-year-old St. Charles boy who spent 15 minutes trapped underwater is continuing to fight for his life. In the water that day, I was ready to give up, but then I hear this voice telling me, come back. Either I'm nuts or God's talking to you, but I don't believe in God. Whatever you have for me, for Brian, for John, So, Jill, why are we talking about a movie that's coming out in April? I know. that's I, I can hear you asking me that question already. <laughs> but we're, we're talking about it because I got a chance to sit down with Devon Franklin, who's one of the producers of, of this film, and to listen to his story, and, and as well as this story, as this story, you could tell that this guy is so committed to walking the Christian faith, the Christian walk, and he met these. He he met the the real family with the story while he was supposed to be interviewed uh, on a program. They were being interviewed first. He heard their story. He went on and and and, and got interviewed. And he came off looking for them right away. He ended up in, introducing them to some book people so that they could write a book about it and so on and so forth. And then he knew that he had to uh, uh, produce produce this particular movie. Um, and. What's astounding is that there was basically has been no marketing for it, and it in the first three days, I think it was, or two days, it 30 million views. So it broke the record for uh, uh, 
Christian films in terms of uh, trailer views. So people are seeking it out. Uh, one, of the, one of the things we've talked about a lot here is, is there a home for, for Christian movies? Is there a place for these kind of messages? And I think the answer to that has been proven yes. And, and, and with this type of uh, excitement around the movie, uh, uh, you know, obviously people want it and people are seeking it out. You know who was one of the producers on this film? Steph Curry. That's right. So what he did is that he walked, he, 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 he said Steph had been asking him for some time about, you know, what can we collab on? And he said because the young boy who actually got caught under the ice uh, played basketball, he went to Steph and, and gave him the script. Steph read the script and was like, oh, absolutely. And so it fell right into uh, into what what Steph wanted to do, and so yes, he's one of, he's one of the producers on it. I, I really am impressed with Devon Franklin. Uh, did not know as much about him, uh, uh, but his story in terms of working for Will Smith and becoming an executive, and then leaving and and doing his own business and all of that, but doing it by faith uh, is an incredible story. And I'm really hoping that people will go out obviously and support Breakthrough. We'll talk about it more when the movie comes up, but uh, it comes out in. April. I used to hoop in middle school. You think Steph Curry will make my movie? So, so, um, so, um, can you introduce me? Uh, I mean, you know a guy who knows a guy. I do know a guy who knows a guy. Um, let's talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have it's, your about, it's about a 12 year old mediocre basketball player trying to make it. Have your people. Talk to my people. And Jill, we'll, are you my people? Is that how this works? I, I can be your people. I'll be your people. You be my people. That works there out. There we go. Yeah, I'm your right, people well, as well. Well, well. yeah, have your people talk to my people. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there something else we're supposed to be talking about? We're getting, we getting peoples here. Uh, I think that was productive in and of itself mm -hmm. <laughs> on the morning amp. Uh, before we go, I know a lot of uh, our listeners out there probably have uh, their kids in the car. And so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sell them down the river by playing the song from our next movie because they have heard it so many times in their lives. So I'm gonna play a different song with the same title. Oh, and then we can we can okay. deal with it. Then. All right, I, I'm I'm curious. This is Mellow Makes Music with Let It Go. Yeah, so slightly different, slightly different vibe. But the trailer for Frozen Two is out, you guys. Frozen 2. I did not have any doubt in my mind that a second edition of Frozen was going to be brought to us because if my little cousins and nieces are any indication, that movie made $11 billion. <laughs> this, this is crazy, Jill, because when you think about something like uh, Frozen, I was actually hoping that they would not make another one. I, I was. I know you. We talk about <laughs> Disney all the time yeah. and how they redo the redo of yeah. the redo. I was hoping they would, and the reason is that this movie struck a chord that I don't think that I have seen in a long time. I know everybody likes Disney movies, but Frozen. You talk about your nieces. I'm I, I'm talking about adults. <laughs> I, I, I mean, people are people would be in, in, in meetings and you know you're upset about something and all of a sudden say. Let it go. There I mean, was a pop-up bar or like a a, a a day drinking event at a bar that was frozen themed. Like you were encouraged as grown up adults encouraged to come in costume and there was like a karaoke contest and like frozen based cocktails. 
And I was like, I've never felt so old in my life. <laughs> so, so this movie, the first one, did one point, almost one point three billion dollars oh worldwide. You know, Disney made it into a Disney on Ice thing. I think there's a play coming soon to you at, on Broadway. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that uh, they're gonna do like fifteen different soundtracks. So, of course, they would come out with this one. What's what's important about this? They just released a trailer. And it broke all records for animation films for people going off to look uh, at trailers for animation films. This is going to be one of the most highly anticipated films of the year, and people are ready for it. So you said that there was like a drinking event around Frozen. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what other anime or what other Disney movies would be a good, there would be like a good bar theme for it. I feel like a like a Beauty and the Beast Beauty one would Beast. be pretty oh, elegant. Sure. Yeah, that Beauty would be elegant. You set it up like the dining room in the castle, maybe, mm -hmm. or like the or Gaston's tavern. And, and, exactly. and I, I I I could see the uh, the uh, Snow White and the, and the dwarfs having some 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 drinking. Oh yeah, you could have a cocktail named guy. after each dwarf. <laughs> and and the last one's the dopey one. <laughs> dopey, <Yeah. laughs> angry. <laughs> I think I would probably do that. Take the angry drink. They were just each of the just, dwarves with a different state of inebriation. The angry drink is just room temperature gin in a <laughs> dirty glass. <laughs> I, I'm not sure where we would go with Mary Poppins, though. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Oh uh, well, you know, there's a cover at the door. It's Tuppence, Tuppence, Tuppence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, and, and then uh, what, what? What would we do with? Um, oh man, it's another one of uh, this uh, under the sea. Well, you know those those drinks that come in like in the, the fishbowl. Fish exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. There yeah. you go. What? And all the waitresses are, they take forever because they have those little, little mermaid, mermaid skirts on. Or it's just a hotel, like a like a pool bar. You know, like you oh, get in a resort. Oh, the swim up bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do there you, you think go. that Sylvia would approve us actually doing this? Like, like if we just threw an event like, like this right off a of Navy Pier? Oh man, the house party is going to be dope this time. <laughs> I can't wait. Talking about parties before before we get out of here, Jill. Uh, you're going to join me uh, next Saturday Woo. at the Principal Barbers at 3820 um, uh, where we're throwing a Oscar party. And what we're really trying to do, hopefully, Daniel, you'll come out as, as well. But what we're trying to do is just expand the conversation, have a multi-ethnic uh, discussion. Uh, uh, I'm throwing it along with uh, Sandy T. I didn't get to hear a sec uh, segment today. She but, wasn't here today. Oh, I'm about to say then the show wasn't good because um, <laughs> she killed. Thanks. She's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This she is how this is. You just get used to it after a while. She, slay, she slays it, man. She just kills it. So we're we're throwing that from five to nine at, at Principal Barber's, uh, and uh, hope people will come out and enjoy uh, enjoying the conversation. Uh, we always talk about, hey, why uh, there's nothing for us to talk about, but there's a lot of diversity that's ha that, that happens for all these awards. Absolutely. When we talk about Spirit Academy Awards and so on and so forth, I know we got to do our Academy Awards show next uh, Friday. We're gonna do that next Friday. Yeah, let's uh, red carpet it up. A uh, red carpet, do should I run red tux? I wouldn't rent. A, wear your nicest thing that you already own. It's the radio. Okay, I'm gonna wear, <laughs> I'm gonna put on a, a black brace. Okay. Ooh, I love it. We can draw a little bow tie on it. Oh, that would be so cute. There you go. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know other what what to say that this weekend if you want to see an animated film go check out Alita, uh, and then uh, uh, think about uh, please think about going to see uh, if Bill Street could talk. I, I, uh, there's some movies coming out uh, at the at the Black Film at Fest. The Black Film Fest. But I'm I thought maybe, maybe we could just mention. 
mention yeah. those again? So this weekend, uh, so today at 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. is Bamboozled. Tomorrow at, there's a matinee at 3, and then 6.15 p.m. is Ray. And then Sunday is Dream Girl. So that's put on by Social Works at the Showplace Icon Theater, which is 1011 South Delano Court. That's off Roosevelt right here in sunny Chicago. I'm All the right. real critic. That's going to do it for the Morning <laughs> Amp. Uh, visit the real critic online at, uh, at reggieponder.com.